1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome into a Friday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On
0: Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, the Braves won their must win game last night news yesterday for the Falcons that was not good for both parties and I'm gonna make a Falcons proclamation it's all next John Chuckery hitting hard on Locked On Sports Atlanta
1: this is hitting Hard with John Chuckery part of Locked On Sports Atlanta and it starts now
0: We welcome you to this Friday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chukri here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you find us, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. We'll talk about that in just a second. Five-star review us on your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Free to download there and follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. We said yesterday, last night was must win for the Atlanta Braves. And guess what they did? They went out there and won. Now let's start with Max Fried, who we talk about aces in the world of Major League Baseball, Max Fried is an ace. Unquestioned, if there's any doubt about it, he's the best left-hander, best left-handed pitcher in baseball and he's an ace at the top of the rotation. Last night in what was a truly macho performance, 7 innings, 4 hits, 2 runs, not a single walk, 6 strikeouts in 93 pitches. Brought his ERA down to 2.6, 11 and 4 on the season, and outpitched Jacob DeGrom yesterday. He was outstanding. And that was exactly the performance you needed. Coming right off of IL with the concussion. Oh, let's, uh, well, we'll talk about that in just a second. I got to, I got to, got to make a, you know, I got to be a petty person and and make a point in a second. But coming off of IL with the concussion, he was outstanding last night. And ask me how many homers the Braves hit against DeGrom. How many homers the Braves hit? And hit any. You know what they did? Hit a base hit here, score from first on a single, use your speed, get around the base pass, two-out hit, right? All the things we talked about. You're not going to sit back and bash your way through Jacob DeGrom. And what'd they do? A couple of two-out hits for an RBI, Riley two-out single for an RBI, Dansby two-out single, get a guy on base, steal a base or use his speed, right? They scored the winning run from first base. That's how you do it. That's the thing about the right. Yeah, they can hit all the home runs. Oh, speaking of home runs, did you see the news story about your guy today? Oh, okay. Remember when y'all told me about why am I hating on Azuna? What am I talking about? Okay, do me a favor. All those comments that you left, make sure in that comment box, go ahead and put your apology in there too. Make sure you put your apology in after, oh, why are you hating on Azuna? Put your apology in there too. If you didn't see, Ozuna got arrested for a DUI earlier this morning. Okay, he it's a bust. He's a failure. Just call it what it is, okay? But you can go ahead and put the apology in the comment box right down there, right? See that box right down there? When you were putting the comments in about why am I beating up on Azuna? There you go. Anyway, so other than that, Max Freed and this lineup was outstanding last night. And that's how you beat another ace, because Jacob deGrom's an ace. His ERA ballooned all the way up to 2.31. But he was six and two-thirds, nine strikeouts, five hits, and three runs. So give the Braves all the credit in the world yesterday for winning what was a must-win game. And it was a must-win game, because now instead of being six games back in the loss comp, You're only three and a half games back in the division. You still have three to play with the Mets, and you can certainly pick up a game or two here or there, right? Certainly can chip a game or two off of all of it. So here's the thing now is keeping this momentum going. You took three out of four from the Mets. Now here comes arguably the number one or two best teams in the American League, right? I think we all would agree that the Astros and the Yankees have far and away been the two best teams in the American League this year. Well, here comes the team that you beat in the World Series last year. And this is not the World Series, and it's not a rematch of the World Series and this, then, the other. One good piece of news, it looks like we're going to skip Justin Verlander, so you're not going to see Verlander in this weekend series. That's a good thing because he's another top of the rotation ace, as money as it gets out there. So you're going to avoid him. So now here's a chance to flex your muscles again, but make sure, too, You don't stub your toe over the weekend. Again, you don't want to build up all this good momentum and then you know take a couple of steps back for it by getting beat up by the Astros. Not that there's any shame about getting beat up by the Astros because they're so good, but you put too much good work in against the Mets to lose some of that momentum. All right, let's talk about our folks over at BetOnline.net here for just a minute. Listen, number one source for all of your betting needs and your sports information. Baseball is full-bore pennant races. NFL is in its second week of the preseason. Falcons are playing on Monday. College football is, what, eight days away. We are in the heart of it in betting time. You want to make a few extra bucks. You want to start getting that Christmas money together. BetOnline.net is the place to go. Easy to use on your mobile device. Head to their website. All your sports wagering information, live betting, eSports scores, podcast information all the news that you need. You want to get involved in golf. You want boxing, baseball, football. Everything is there for you. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. But again, not that it would be anything, you know, shameful about losing the Astros, but you put in so much good work against the Mets that you don't want to give up that momentum to it. And now you've shown, look, we can beat DeGrom if we need to. It's not easy. You have to go about it a different way, right? Right. A blue pier, bleeder here, do this, do that, whatever like that. You know, punching Judy your way through it, but the Braves have done. And 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 the Bra- and that was all the best of the Braves last night, right? Uh, Max Fried, an outstanding start. Your young guys that are just tearing it up the league, right? Your young guys, Harris, Grossman, right? All your young guys that are doing. Grissom, right? All these guys that, that are just coming up and doing so much good work. And then your speed factor. And I've talked about this for years, that the brave speed is something that I've always wished they would use more of. And, and they do. And I give them credit. You know, they get very aggressive on the base pass. Ron Washington is waving guys in. Why not? You got that much speed. Look, Grissom stole 27 bases when he was in the minors. Harris know can fly over the bases. Ronnie flies all over. That's why I said the other night, I wasn't mad about Ronnie getting thrown out, trying to, you know, be aggressive. I want you to be. It took some perfect throws for the Mets catcher to knock him out. Be aggressive. So this was a huge win. I don't think you can undersell how important it was to feel like we could get past DeGrom, we could find a way to win, and, oh, yeah, we have our top of the rotation ace that can match up with anybody in baseball. And I feel that way. We talked about this a couple months ago, right? Max Fried is the best left-handed pitcher in baseball. The best left-hander in baseball. And I'll take him in a game one scenario against anybody in the bigs. With him and that defense and that lineup and those young guys and that speed, give me that combination of everything, and I'll take it. I'll line up against anybody. I don't care who you want to throw at me, what team you want to throw at me. I'll line up against all of those guys. So it was a great win last night for the Atlanta Braves. Did exactly what we said they had to do. Took the three out of four. Now we're hardcore in a pennant race. Now you got a shot. Now you've put doubt in the Mets' mind. By the way, did you see the uh, Mets fans afterward? If you didn't get a chance to see Frank the Tank and some of those delusional Mets fans, go on your social media page and find Frank the Tank, the Mets fan, and all that, and watch them screaming and hollering. And we can't and we're never going to win another game at all. It's great love to see the overreaction and by the way if we haven't said it either here i apologize we haven't said this yet screw the mets okay i don't like them f them screw them i don't really care so was great to see yesterday but if anything about max freed if there was any doubts or any questions about what kind of pitcher he is he proved and he showed all of that last night in that game what a performance now you get the astros now it's going to be you know fun again Don't worry. Ozuna's not going to be in the lineup uh, tonight uh, either. All right. When we come back, um, bad news in Falcons land yesterday, not just for the Falcons, but for the player as well. We'll talk about that next. It is Hitting hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting hard with John Chuckery and Locked on Sports Atlanta, head to YouTube.com. Put Locked on Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you find our page, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment, including an apology for the Marcel Ozuna stuff right down there in that little box there. Uh, Free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey, five-star review us. And of course, give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. Bad news yesterday for both the Atlanta Falcons and Marlon Davidson. We got word yesterday that he had to have his knee scoped, have a procedure done. And while it's not a long, long long-term thing, he's going to miss at least all the rest of the preseason and there'll be questions about whether or not going into week one against the Saints, what his availability is. That is, if he is on the roster. Now I talked to D-Led yesterday about this, I had D-Led on my radio show, and we were kind of talking about the idea of, I, I think it's very, very possible now that Marlon Davidson will be cut and he will not be part of the 53-man squad or even on the practice squad as far as that goes. And I understand he's a second-round pick. You're trying to figure out some things about him. You know, when you read where he's at right now, most of the quote-unquote pundits, experts, or Falcons reporters think that he's about like one of the four guys or a fourth guy as far as a rotation of guys, a defensive tackle. Probably not going to start, but in the mix in the rotation. And look, he's been as frustrating as it gets. He looks the part. I've seen him at camp, stood right next to him at camp. He looks great. I know he's leaned down a little bit. He's looking muscular, looking good, right? You know, but let's be honest. Besides being injured, he's made one play as a Falcon. That was the interception, the pick six against Tom Brady last year. That's it. That's the only play he's made, and that's because he's barely been on the field. What's the old saying? You can't make the club in the tub. So it's frustrating. I was really hoping that Marlon Davidson would have this kind of breakout year. Now, look, I'm prefacing with all this and saying, I don't have any insider information. I'm not telling you for sure what's going to happen. I'm telling you about my gut. You know the same way I told you about Marcelo Zuna. All right, we won't get into all that. But anyway, I I just I, I wonder whether or not he's going to make the 53 man squad. Now he's already fighting and battling with a bunch of other guys to get playing time. And now you're going to be out. Now you got your knee scoped. You haven't had any past history. You weren't drafted by this group of you know coaches and front office and all that. Everything is just pointing in the wrong direction for Marlon Davidson. Maybe they like him enough that they want to keep him on the squad and and they're going to use him and things like that. And look, you know, a lot of hopes for him coming out of college, right? He played defensive end. He played defensive tackle for Auburn. He's kind of showing that, you know, um, know, maybe he was the guy who benefited from playing next to Derrick Brown, right? who was an outstanding player at Auburn and is starting to figure some things out in the pros too. Maybe he was the guy who just benefited from playing next to him because that's what he's starting to look like, but this is not what he needed. This is not what the Falcons needed because the Falcons we keep talking about, and I'm like, I'm like ready for them to sign something. They don't have very many answers to stand next to Grady Jarrett. I feel like they've got their guys, Ogun Lorenzo Carter, Ebba Cady. Okay. Those guys are going to come off the end. We know Grady, but you know, Take One Graham, you know the uh, Marlon Davidson, you know those. I mean, look at their defensive interior defensive line that goes with Grady. It ain't much. It ain't much there to get excited about. So this was bad news all the way around because now the Falcons can't really get a good evaluation of him. He doesn't have a lot of history, and obviously Davidson himself needed to prove some things. I want to talk more about this in just a uh, second here. But first, let me talk about my folks over at coffeeam.com. You know my routine every morning, get up. First thing I do, make that pot of uh, coffeeam.com, you know, put their coffee in. Today, I mix a little bit of the flavored coffee in. Love these folks over here, local to the state of Georgia, up in the Canton area, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. Here's what we want you to do. Head to coffeeam.com backslash locked on, coffeeam.com backslash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. I want you to take a look at their wide menu. You need K-cups, you need flavored coffee, you need this, you need that. Everything's available to you. You need teas, gift sets, a mug, whatever like that. Go to coffeeam.com, check through the extensive menu of products that they have, and here's what you do. Put that first order together, whatever that order is, coffees, teas, gift sets, whatever. Put all that together, and then when you get to checkout, Use the coupon code locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Coupon code locked on. And you'll get 15% off that first order of coffees, teas, or whatever gift sets that you purchase. Locked on at checkout. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Get 15% off that first order. Coffeeam.com, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. So look, you know. At this time of the year, when guys are sort of on the fence about their roster position and things like that, getting hurt really takes because it's not just the two preseason games, right? The Falcons are going to start some joint practices with the jets today. They've got joint practices with the Jaguars next week. Right. And those are opportunities for guys like Marlon Davidson to make a name for themselves and, and for them to make a roster and things like that. So look, there aren't, I think, a whole lot of questions about the 53-man roster as far as who's going to make it. There's a spot here, there, right? How are the wide receivers going to sort out? Nobody who gets cut's probably going to be a real surprise. How do the running backs get sort out? Eh, I'm not going to be surprised if Caleb Huntley doesn't go back to the practice squad, and and they keep kind of their main group with Avery Williams and CP, and uh, you know, uh, maybe Allison. Maybe Allison makes it, doesn't make it. But it's not really like those big names, but I think they were hoping kind of counting on that Marlon Davidson would be part of the solution this year. But if you can't get an evaluation on him, this group didn't draft him, right? He hasn't done anything for you know this team and hasn't really shown that there's all that upside and things like that. Not gonna be surprised if they end up moving on from him. And again, I've talked about they the cash money that they have available. I think the focus should be their defensive line to play with Grady Jarrett. I think they need more help inside to play along with Grady Jarrett to take some of that pressure off him. So we're not looking at Grady Jarrett getting triple team last year, right? Watching those videos of three guys on the offensive line, triple teaming him, you know? So I think that defensive lineup, I think they've got their offensive line pretty well set as far as do I love it? No, but. I think they I think they've got the guys that they want to run with right could you use more help on the of course you could always use more help on your offensive line but I think the defensive line is the part where you look at that interior part and you say yeah there aren't a lot of really good solutions there you know one piece Grady now you got to figure out more than that I think they were hoping for Davidson was going to be a part of all of that so tough break for for him obviously you know we'll see what happens in here where you know and this by the way this preseason is going to wrap up pretty quickly. You know, we got a game coming up on Monday and then they're going to play again on Saturday. So they're going to play Monday, joint practice with the Jaguars later in the week and then play again on Saturday and guess what? That's it for the preseason. That's it. You're done. That's your three games. Time to get your roster put together and start, you know, thinking about getting organized and ready for the New Orleans Saints after that. So not good timing on everything, and obviously between Drake London not getting a chance to see him, not getting a chance to see Marlon Davidson. You hate to see anybody kind of get hurt at this time of the year, but that's sort of where we're at. Whether he makes the roster or not, that's that's going to be interesting to see. My, my guess is he might not make the 53-man out of all of it. All right, when we come back, going to make another Falcons proclamation when we get back based upon something that I saw the other night. Hitting hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. Back on Hit and Art with John Chuckman, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Head to youtube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta in the search browser, subscribe to our page there. Five star review is because we are free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. When you get that thing downloaded, hit that five star review. And then, of course, follow me on my Twitter page at JMCH316. So, out of all the different things that we saw on last Friday night, very much looking forward to seeing what the Falcons look like here coming up on Monday. And we'll, we'll break into more on Monday. Again, go through my points of what I'm looking for what I'm hoping to see this than the other on Monday. Right. But one thing I came out of the game with on last Friday, and I'm going to make a proclamation. Maybe it's a hot take. Okay. You know, maybe I need to be on one of those shows like get woke, you know, or woke first or first woke or whatever. They got going on on these, you know, goofball morning shows and Skip and Don and Phil and whoever else is on all this stuff. Okay, but I'm gonna make a proclamation. I've been wondering about this, but I think I have my answer now. Rashawn Evans is gonna lead this team in tackles this year. Watching him play for a little bit and and I saw him at camp. You know, physically he looks great. He looks the part and everything like that. He's going to lead this team in tackles this year. And watching him on last Friday night, flying around the field, moving all around. And Dean Pease brought up this comment about he didn't understand why Tennessee didn't pick up his fifth-year option, but he was glad that they didn't so that he could be here. And Dean Pease has done nothing but speak glowing about him. He looks the part. He does a lot of the things that they want. You know, physically, he fits more of the bill of what they hope for in a linebacker. You know, six foot two, two hundred thirty plus pounds. You know, it's not—he's not drastically bigger than Deion Jones, but when you see him, he's a big, thick dude. Okay, and if Dion Jones is or is not going to be here, and that's the other storyline about training camp, <coughs> is can't really get our arms around. What's going to happen with Deion Jones? He's not coming off the pup list just yet. He's getting close, and he's working out, and this, that, and the other, and he's doing a thing here, and he's walking around talking to the media and all this, that, and the other. Okay, we're, you know, toward the end of, you know, training camp and toward the end of preseason, you know, and I'm and, – and by the way, anybody who doesn't think he has something to prove, you're crazy. He's got a lot to prove to this coaching staff because he did not have a good year last year for this team. And a lot of questions about whether or not – He will or will not be on this roster. Would they cut him? Would they trade him? What will they do in this to any other? But Rashawn Evans, to me, I can see him having that foyer, Devondre Campbell type of year for the Falcons, where he has a big tackle number. He's running all over the field, right? And look, I I don't know why either that Tennessee did not pick up his fifth year option because it's not like he's not, you know, again, Relatively speaking, he's been a pretty productive player. He's been over 100 tackles. You know, last year was a down year. He didn't play as much last year. 57 tackles, didn't register a sack last year. He's not a guy who's going to sack the quarterback very much. He had two and a half sacks one year and a half a sack the other year. I don't know what he can be here. You know, could he be a sack or two? Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe he can, you know, add a sack or two here or there. But he looks like if he's healthy and ready to go and he can run around the field and do the things that Dean Pease wants, he could rack up a whole bunch of tackle numbers. And then from there, you know, obviously it's, okay, what do you do with him, you know, for the long term? I don't know. We'll have to see how that that all works. But just having seen him in camp, watched him, looking at him in person, watching him last Friday night, there are not a lot of things that I feel like I'm 100% super confident in. You know, I'm not super confident about who's going to lead at running back, you know? Um, And what even kind of what Patterson's role is going to be not super confident about any of our wide receivers. I'm not super confident about how many more touchdowns that Kyle Pitts is going to produce this year. But I do feel pretty confident in the idea that Rashawn Evans has a chance to have a really big year for this Atlanta defense and for a team that, you know, look, this defense is obviously linebacker centric. And if Deion Jones doesn't fit the bill on some of the things that you want, being able to come up and take on some of those blockers and things like that. Again, if you see Rashawn Evans in person, he looks the part, right? And and his measurables don't tell you that he's a lot bigger, right? He's only about 10 pounds heavier than Deion Jones, about an inch or so taller than he is. But when you see those two guys, you do see a difference. Deion Jones looks a lot like the same guy who came into the league when he first started with the Falcons. But Evans looks like a guy who has a chance to be very, very productive. And look, For a team that is devoid of talent, and that's another thing I have to laugh at, too, when people talk. They're devoid of talent, folks. There there aren't a whole lot of difference-making game-changers on this team, you know, that you're looking for guys, maybe a change of scenery, maybe a different environment, coming with Dean Pease, right? Maybe all of that comes together. And Rashawn Evans, who, you know, obviously, look, he was a first-round pick, right? First-round pick out of Alabama, Comes from a great program, great pedigree, and things like that. He has had some success early on in the NFL. If he can be healthy, playing Dean P. Scheme, you know, he fits right into the mold of what this team is looking for in its linebackers. He can get around, he can run, he can hit, he can do some things. Maybe he needs a little bit of, you know, to work on his pass coverage a little bit, but okay, that's fine. Nobody's, you know, perfect. I don't have, we don't have Bobby Wagner here, so we don't have a perfect linebacker. But I think Evans is primed to lead this team in tackles. And I've been trying to figure this out. Like, who's going to replace Foyer? Who's going to replace Devondre Campbell? Who's going to be that guy? And in, in most years, I would have told you, Deion Jones will be the guy that leads this team in tackles. I don't think in this defense and in this scheme fit and things that, well, first off, the debate about whether or not he's actually going to be here is a is a whole separate discussion. you know. And I'm still, I'll, I'll go on a limb and I'll say, I still don't think he's going to be here. Week one, I, I think the Falcons are going to find a way to trade him or do something with. Him. I don't think they're going to cut him, but I think they're going to find somebody to take him off their hands uh, here. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I mean, they sound like they could be committed to him and keep him here and all this and the other. But normally, in most years, I tell you, Dion Jones is going to be right there at the very top, right? But if you're looking for a guy who replaces that production of the Devondre Campbell's and the Foyers over the last few years, I think Rashawn Evans has a chance to fit that bill. And I think with Dean Pease, and I, and look, Pease is really high on him, right? We just talked about the comments that he made. He didn't understand why he was, you know, didn't get his fifth year option, and this that, and the other. I think that Evans has a chance. Who look, Evans is a first round pick who's trying to play for his next big contract in the NFL too, right? So he wants to do well, you know. And hopefully, you know, when we talk about all this money, right, all this this famous cap space that the Falcons are going to have next year. If you can get Rashawn Evans to have a big season and sign him to where he's a long-term answer on this defense, that's only good for, you know, the Falcons moving forward. So I don't know many things, and I I haven't figured out a lot of stuff about what this team is or is not going to be. I think we're going to be good at at cornerback. I think we're going to shut a lot of teams down with our defensive backs and, and even our safeties, you know, I think that we'll be okay at quarterback. We'll get enough quarterback play. I hope we can protect our quarterback. I like the emphasis and the focus on the running game. We got to sort out our wide receiver positions. I like what we have at tight end as well. But I'm going to make a proclamation that Rashawn Evans is going to lead this team in tackles. And he's going to have one of those foyer Devondre Campbell types of years for the Falcons. All right, we thank you so much for making Hitting Hard with John Chuck your first listen every day. Make A to Z with Mark Zinno your second listen every day. Mark's back talking all things Atlanta sports. Check out his podcast, Free and available, at Locked On Sports Atlanta on our YouTube page and on your favorite podcast platforms. You can download us there, Spotify, Odyssey. Leave us a five-star review and then follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH3. 1, 6. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday to preview Falcons and Jets. It's been hitting Hard with John Reed, Locked On Sports Atlanta.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.